0: This week on Dice Boys.
1: We need mayonnaise. We have eggs. Said (laughs) aioli. We
2: only have mayo
1: here. Our
3: chicken sandwiches are so dry.
1: This isn't
3: artisanal
2: enough. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen this ketchup and this mustard for years. That's
1: so. We need a new flavor. Drowned in mundane
2: mayo. (laughs)
0: thanks for tuning in to dice boys i'm blake and this here is episode two of season one which we are titling the lonely art collector Uh, last time on episode one we met our characters who were offered a job by an eccentric foul-mouthed uh art collecting old liver spotted dwarf named amadeus and he hired the players to seek out a painting deep in the Kintree Forest at a mysterious wizard tower. He warned the players of a tribe of wood elves, but gave them a letter that presumably would give them safe passage. So we pick up with the players being chauffeured by Amadeus's chauffeur, <laughs> the orange-haired, curly-haired halfling named Argyle, uh, riding in Amadeus' elaborate carriage up into the forest. Let's see what kind of dumb decisions the players make, and let's go to the table and roll some dice. You guys have headed out the north gate of Amadeus's estate on his carriage, and you're heading across the hills north of Clifftide, eastward up toward the Spireway mountain range, which runs north to south. You can see the white caps of the mountain range off in the distance as you begin to climb in elevation. The forest thickens and the hills become steeper and steeper as the road inclines higher and higher up toward the mountains. Time is passing. Biggle, you're sitting in the cab of the carriage with your friend and fellow business owner, Yon Yon.
2: And I've never ridden in a carriage before. Oh, really? I'm having a wonderful time. I'm bouncing up and down, but I'm also (laughs) kind of terrified. It's like a helicopter ride. Yeah. This is great, but I love this invention (laughs) and I'm trying to figure out how I can get one of these for myself.
0: Okay. Sitting in there with you is Yon Yon and two of your new employees, Dodge and Matias.
2: Is
1: everyone Is everyone pretty prepared for what we are about to get ourselves into?
4: Well, so I gotta be honest, I feel like we may be walking into a bit of a scrum. Almost oh, definitely. That's just why I'm asking if you are prepared. Oh, well, I'm prepared for anything, you see. That's just how I am, but just felt like I should put it out there, you know?
5: I believe that there's no way to truly be prepared for any unforeseen circumstance. So yes, I'm as prepared as I could possibly be for the unknown. So, yeah. Biggles?
2: Oh, I am quite prepared. In fact, I am thinking about all the possibilities of wonderful trinkets and magical items that we could find in a place such as this. Uh, Are you all prepared to do whatever's necessary to bring home whatever it is we find?
5: Is this a question of of arm space or uh, is it uh, how much we are willing to carry? What kind of question is it, it, uh, Well, I
2: guess that's a question for you to think on and ponder as we get closer to our destination because you will be uh, evaluated on your contributions to our overall uh, resource gathering of this mission. The more we come back with, the more valuable you will become. Oh,
5: all right. I believe that, that all we have to come back with is a painting. Is this correct? Like I said... I'm going to leave that decision up to you. Then I decide on the panting. We shall bring that back, correct?
4: Yeah, don't worry. I mean, you know. Noted. You already know what it is with this one. But uh, I'm re- I'm ready to go, boss. I'm ready to get in there and do whatever we're doing. I don't know. I'm itching for some work. I'll open the partition in the back.
3: I'll assume there's just like a- The one behind you leading
4: into the, one the one cab. Me leading
3: into the main cab. And I'll just be like, turn around Hey, I heard you guys talking back here.
2: Um, uh, wh- what were you saying? Were you talking about me? No, I don't believe we were talking about you. However, we were talking about capabilities, and you have proven yourself somewhat capable. Oh, oh. Well, thank you, boss. Thank you. So
0: Argyle taps you on the leg, A lock, and, and says,
6: Look, we're going to come around this bend up here, and then it's just another uh, mile or so. You know, just keep your wits about you, I guess. Oh, yeah, Argy. We're cool. We're cool.
0: So he kind of pushes his big spectacles up onto his nose and braces his shoulders and shakes the reins, and the, the wagon picks up speed for one last stretch toward the destination. And you guys have risen far enough in elevation now that even though it's summer, it's really cool up here between the higher elevation and all the forest canopy. And you can see that as the forest has increased in density, uh, it's, it's becoming more and more wild looking too, less inviting than it was when you were lower down. Eventually, after, after a few more minutes, Argyle brings the wagon to a stop. The hills have kind of leveled out for a bit and they seem to be at a particular elevation for a while before they are going to further on down the road increase more as they climb toward the mountain peaks. He points off to the south, down into the roughage. Out to you, Alok, and says,
6: It's, uh, down that way, I guess. You're going to want to put a fire in your step, though, man. I'm telling you, it's... You don't want to get caught in that forest at night. Did you say you guess? Do you not know where we're going? Well, I, I,
3: I've R- never have been. Have you ever been here before? No, never been. Boss. Boss,
1: do you know where we're supposed to go? Argy thinks it's this way. I mean, yes, he told us that he would drop us off into the woods and we would travel to the woods.
2: Okay, well. It seemed like it would be pretty obvious to me when we got there, we would see it.
3: Do we see anything outside? I would like Matthias to give me
0: an intelligence roll to see what you remember. All right. Um, that is going to be an 18. Okay. You actually have heard of a wood elf tribe Hmm. that lives in the Kintree Forest, which is where you find yourself in the middle here. You heard that they had, at one point, let in an outsider. But that's all you remember, and you're starting to put it together in your head that maybe this wizard was uh, in the good graces of these wood elves, and that's why he was able to build his tower.
5: I believe that uh, we could talk to these wood elves. They seem to know the terrain better than we do. Um, And I do remember that they have uh, let in an outsider into the realm at some point. Um, But I do think that uh, a tower was built. And that should stand out in a forest. No?
2: That's where my head was at. (laughs) That's what I thought I said. (laughs)
5: All right, then, uh, that is what you said. Should we speak with these wood elves? Uh, we have this letter, right? This letter that our dwarf friend wrote that should just allow us to go wherever we want.
6: Yeah, who who took that letter? (laughs) Oh, I have it.
5: So then we have nothing to worry about. Yeah, so Argyle says,
6: Now, I have a...
0: He pushes his glasses up again.
6: I'm gonna chill here for a while in the wagon, like, for till late tomorrow morning and if i don't see you guys i'm probably gonna take off so you're gonna want to do this little lickety split you know i'm so glad that you <laughs> i was going to ask if you're going to
1: stick around because i did not want to walk
6: back yeah no I, I can lock up the wagon that's the great thing about it and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna fucking hang out in there man <laughs>
1: that sounds great
6: but i don't want to hang i don't want to hang out the whole time you know are you saying you want to come with us no no absolutely not I'm just saying, I'm, I'm not spending the rest of my life up here waiting for you, ding dongs, to come back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do this,
1: guys. Yeah, I get off out of the carriage and start making my way down to the edge of the forest. Do you think that it is almost nighttime? Um, is everyone capable of seeing, or do you, is everyone ready to go? You were you were
0: under the impression from Amadeus, and when he. And chatted with you guys on the way down from his office. He he led you to believe that you could get to the tower by the end of the day.
4: Okay, cool. Sad up, boys. Let's go.
0: So you guys start making your way into the woods. It's pretty thick and uninviting, but not impossible to to traverse. And in fact, after about an hour of walking down You're kind of dipping down in elevation, almost like you're going down into a little forested valley. Anybody who is proficient in survival, give me a survival roll. It's going to be a 23. Ooh, nice. Matthias, it becomes clear to you that somebody has come through here recently and that has added to the easiness with which you've been able to move through these woods. As soon as you make that conclusion, you can indeed start seeing spots where the branches
5: have been cut away or moved aside or broken. Not not too long ago. So does uh, no one else see that uh, the branches are broken and path? Do you not see the path? It's obvious. There's a path. The branches. Normally a branch goes across and it has an end with leaves. This is cut. You see it? It's obvious to me. We walk this way.
2: There's definitely not a path that I see. I'm getting smacked in the face by bushes all over the
5: place. Oh, that is because you are tiny. This person was larger than you. They walked They walked like normal persons. They're tiny, huge, small. You would conclude that they were probably humanoid or normal human size and not a halfling or gnomish size. Oh, you, sh- you should just follow the, the long strider. I, w- I will guide you where we need to go. This obvious path
4: who's uh who's uh who's longstrider
5: this is me. this is my taken name uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
0: you guys continue to descend down in into the valley.
5: Uh, so this is a uh, a very rare form of nightshade. If you can see here the the flower, it is a it is a beautiful chartreuse color. Yes. So if you were to pick it and eat it, it would not uh, settle well in your tummy. You would have the rumbles. Now over here we have the tree. This one is a very special uh, uh, golden uh, altar tree. You can tell because around the the, the bark uh, there is a slight hint of gold. Um, and I'm just narrating as we're constantly, like, not doing anything to, like, be hidden. As you're doing that, the rest of you
0: see he's he's reaching out to a tree to the left and, and pointing out all this different foliage and its name and scientific name or whatever. And uh, he steps in something and raises his foot up and it's sticky and it's stuck to his foot. And you all see him do that. And Matthias, you feel as you raise your foot up that it's there's this resistance, this pull back to the ground, and you look down, and you're stepping on like a weird, white, sticky substance, like a web. And you see at your feet, rolled up at the base of a tree, a large, white, webby bundle, the size of a human. And laying next to that bundle... Is perhaps the largest spider you ever seen on its back, dead, and it's about the size of... Jeez, it's it's about four to
5: five feet long. Oh, well, this is very entertaining. We have come across a spider uh, who has died, and it looks like the prey is in the cocoon. Would you? Would would anyone like to see what it looks like on the inside? I would like to see that more than anything. Oh, absolutely. Uh, does someone have a dagger? Someone? Uh, I have a hand axe. Here you go. Oh, this would be just fine. So uh, first, this this is a wonderful... Uh... So
0: as you're cutting into this and A-lock has knelt down next to you and handed you his hand axe, Dodge, I want you to give me a perception check. Ten. You see out of the top edge of your vision. Movement up in the tree.
4: Fellas, I'm unsheathing my rapier.
5: So typically, uh, alock when, when there is, uh, this is a small one, hey, um, and we have one- I'm trying to hey, learn right now. Hey, right weirdo! Hey, weirdo, stop talking! There's usually a mother one, somewhere close. So Boss. we should keep our eyes out Boss. for the maza. It's <laughs> at that moment that a large,
0: sticky goop of web falls down on you, Matthias, and on you, Alok. Big old you and Yon-Yon now see what Dodge has been trying to point out. A massive spider, about three times the size of the one laying on the ground. It's not quite above you, guys, because you're a little bit back in the path, but it's above your compatriots, and they just got blasted by sticky, sticky web goo. And we're going to roll initiative.
5: It seems that I have made a whoopsies. (laughs) Man, I've been rolling so bad for...
4: I don't even want to hear about that, dog.
5: Yeah, I want to hear that in combat. Not right now.
4: This is my first roll above 10.
5: Okay. Dodge.
4: That's a big 18. Biggle. 12.
0: Yon-yon.
1: 20.
4: Woo!
0: A-lock. 3. Yeesh. Matthias. 18. Uh, What's your dex bonus? Uh, plus two.
4: Also plus two.
0: All right, I'm just going to let Dodge go first since he's not into sticky web goo. I will agree to that. Brought to an awareness of your presence by the disturbance of its cocooned prey, this grotesque spider descends from the tree in an attempt to grab even more prey and fresh meat and fresh blood from Matthias and A-lock. Yon-Yon, what would you like to do?
1: I am just going to cast Firebolt at it. So I point I point my finger at the spider, and uh, just like a small spark of like flame comes shooting out of it.
0: Okay, yeah, great. So I believe that's in a, a spell attack roll. Yep. That's going to be a 12. It blasts into the bark between the spider's legs, and you see this burning cinders and embers of bark fly off from beneath it, but it does not hit the spider as it continues to crawl downward. God damn it. Dodge.
4: Um, I'm going to unsheath my rapier and try to free um, Matthias from the web.
0: Nice. So you're going to attack the web?
4: Sure. That's how I do it.
0: What is that? It looks a lot like a 20 to me. It says
4: 16. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's just because I'm not wearing my glasses. Yeah, that's a 20. That will hit the web for sure. Go ahead and roll damage on it to see how well your rapier can... Let me ask you
4: this, though. Do I get sneak attack on the web? (laughs) Uh, No. That's a one.
0: A one plus... plus... Two. So, three. You are able to free... Matthias's arm, his left arm. But your rapier, because it's not necessarily a sharp-edged thing, it's more a pointy, sticky thing, pokey-pokey, is, isn't is cutting away at this web quite as fast as you had hoped. And Matthias, your left arm pops free as Dodge is trying to cut you out and this spider is descending on you and A-lock. And you can see its mandibles dripping venom and juice
5: down onto you. Yeah, so Matthias will take his free left arm and... Kind of rub the the web up against the hand axe that he had that he was cutting open the um, the cocoon with. Oh, okay. to kind of break yeah, it, yeah, to free the hand axe, which uh-huh. he will grab and then try and cut away the web on uh, a lock. Oh, nice, red, uh, and that is going to be an eighteen. Yeah, you
0: you cut into this web handily. Go ahead and roll some damage.
5: Hand axe is d four. Uh, it's a D6. Mm, D6, yes. And that's going to be a big old one damage. That's it. Yep. Uh, my negative one. <laughs>
1: oh, no. <Ow>.
5: Whoops, druid. <laughs> whoopsies.
3: <laughs> I made a whoopsies. Um, you're holding it wrong.
5: <laughs> as you say, as you're up to your neck and webbed. <laughs> I would say I, I would assume that I can just like cut away his arm, like just enough to get to it, like free and arm'll
0: I'll say this if he decides to try to break out on his turn he'll have advantage on that. okay you've you've weakened the web enough for him to
2: well you cut one strand of
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so biggle you see them struggling down in the web and this spider is about to Bigel take one of their heads is
2: thinking why did I hire these complete morons I thought they were all fighters mm-hmm. and I have to do this by myself again. <laughs> rescue them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh so Biggle reaches into his pouch and he pulls out a potion and he hurls it at the spider. Okay. And the spider has to make a dexterity save.
1: Okay.
0: It does not. It is too intent on getting its food Ooh. and just seems to be barreling down the tree. So you're
2: So he is going to take 3 acid damage. Mm. He or she Spider.
0: Right. Yes, that happens, and you, you smell the burning spider hair in the air as this acid sh- burns away at one of its legs, but it is so intent on getting the food, it doesn't even really seem to register that. You clearly heard it, but it's it's not stopping in its path. And indeed, it comes down and sees Matthias waving about, and decides that this big, fat, juicy orc head is exactly what it wants to be feasting on. And it is going to attempt to bite you in the skull. I block it. I thought I...
3: (laughs) (laughs) I block
0: block it with my skull. Does a 15 hit your AC? Oh, yeah, barely. Okay, yeah, so it indeed bites down, and you feel its mandibles bite down into you for 10 piercing damage.
1: Oh boy, howdy. Ow ow, 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 ow.
0: And you feel venom begin coursing into you the back of your head. So give me a constitution saving throw.
3: Okay. This is rough. That's a 16.
0: Okay. You did fine.
3: Oh, saving constitution saving throw is 17.
0: So you are still going to take, unfortunately, a little bit of poison damage because it's in your body, but you are fighting off the grand effects of the thing. I did not roll poorly on that damage. Boy, oh boy, homie.
3: I mean, <laughs> you, you're a goner. No matter what you rolled with that dice, I think it was going to be bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so you take four more poison damage. Okay.
3: So I'm out. I'm out, guys.
0: And Matthias, you see his eyes roll into the back of his skull as this thing is. <laughs> and now it's trying to grab him out of its web, and it's pulling his body out of its web and trying to pull him away up into the tree. Alok, give me a death saving throw.
3: That's a Nat 20 baby. Woo! Yes. So
0: you are con you're not conscious, but you're not in danger of falling into death okay. yet. So back at the top of the order, Yon-Yon, your firebolt had blasted into the tree, and now this thing is grabbing Alok and slowly starting to spin him
1: up as it's trying to pull him up the tree. Yeah, and I'm super pissed at this moment because I've missed all of my spells, yes. so I'm going to try to hit it with Chromatic Orb. Okay, great. Make another spell attack. Oh my god, That's rough. That's a nine. So
0: you you throw this chromatic orb and it blasts right between the spider and Aloc's increasingly webbed body and breaks the web that is connecting Alox to the spider and his webbed body falls back down and the spider comes running back down to get him. Dodge, what would you like to do?
4: How close is the spider to Matias?
0: It's within two feet of him. All right.
4: Yeah, I'm going to just give him the old rapier stab right in one of the eyeballs. Nice.
2: The old rapier stab.
4: That's
2: a 22.
4: Yeah. And we're going to sneak attack on this boy. Didn't see that coming. That is a... Eight. Okay. Yeah, it shrieks,
0: and a couple of its front legs raise up off the tree, and... It is desperately trying to grab Alox's body and run away from you guys. But it looks like it will fight if it needs to. Matthias, you have web down the front of your chest, but your two arms free. And your legs are still in a pile of web as well. Okay. But the spider is right next to you and it just got pierced by Dodge's sword. What would you like to do? Um, is the spider dangling from a web? It looks like it is both doing that and sort of using the tree to climb on. Okay.
5: Um, I am going to use Druidcraft to uh, light the web that he's dangling from Mm -hmm. on fire Mm -hmm. so it breaks. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I am going, as I'm kind of stuck in there, Mm -hmm. I believe that uh, his prey should not be so captive. And I cast Healing Word on Alok. Nice. And you get four HP. Well done.
0: And actually, as the anchor of web that it had tied up into the tree burns away from your druid craft, it tries to get catch purchase on the side of the tree and ends up sliding down. And it now lands on top of your body, Alock, as you are coming back to awareness. And Biggle, you see this pile of spider and bodies. So just to be clear... Right now, it has now fallen kind of onto the ground, and Dodge is standing there, so he's kind of between you and this giant spider. What would you like to do?
2: Lobbing it. Right over the top. <laughs> well, okay. Too. Yeah, dude. I am a master tinker and angles are my forte. Nice. So I'm lobbing this. In fact, I'm going to toss it so that it bounces off of the tree onto the spider
0: you 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 want, you, <laughs> say, you want me to establish in canon. I was going to say, you want me to establish in canon that you can
6: just do trick shots
0: whenever? Yeah, absolutely.
1: He's
2: got no. one of those little back of if I, of What shop? if I pull out my tinkerer's tools and use a protractor to measure the <laughs> angle in the moment? In a, uh-huh. in a
4: compass? Yeah.
2: No. It's like a pool but shot. I, I will you If you
0: want to do a that trick that, shot, bank it off of a nearby tree so it kind of curves around. I'll have you do
2: a dex roll for me can i do an advantage no why that's an 18 plus one so a 19 all right
0: it's not fancy but it's good
2: it's hella fancy (laughs) 19 19 is hella fancy yo
0: (laughs) yeah it spins around and you you time it just you time the spin on this thing just perfectly so the bottom of the vial hits and then the spin transfers the other way and it arcs around past dodge over Matthias's head, right down onto the back of the spider. Ooh. But again, it kind of slides down the Ah. side of the spider. This particular vial seemed maybe a little bit more sturdy than you expected. As evidenced by the fact that it could bounce off the tree. And so it slides down past the spider and then breaks on the ground. So it only takes half damage, I'm guessing?
2: It takes no damage. But does the acid maybe aid in a lock breaking out of his absolutely web. yes
0: so what i was going to say is this acid starts just crumbling this web away like cotton candy when it gets wet just totally shrinks down into nothing and now matias you're able to break out easily and a lock this little bit of web that the spider had managed to wrap you in before has now kind of slid off of you, but you find yourself underneath its body and it is going to attempt to bite you.
3: I'm biteable. Ooh,
0: it fails. It's just everything's too close in there and you're squirming around and it <laughs> slams its head down into the ground and you move your head just in time. What would you like to do as you're stuck underneath this thing?
3: Um, I would like to... Do I have my hands free at this point? Has the web disintegrated yeah, You, you enough, have your hands free, it? but
0: you're on your back with this spider on top of you.
3: Okay, great. I like to pull the longsword out of its sheath mm-hmm. um, while on my back, mm-hmm. and if I can, maybe just like kind of twist it low enough to get some sort of like angle to try and get it with it. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and make an attack. Mm, that's a pretty bad fail. <laughs> <laughs> Not the yeah, yeah, pretty it's bad. Cool. Uh,
0: I think your description explained why you weren't able to hit. You just don't have the angle sure. from where you're at, and it's it's hard for you to attack from a prone position okay. anyway.
3: But then I'm going to cast second wind.
0: Are you going to use your second wind and gain uh, some some hit points? Yep. Get a big breath of air. Yeah. And steady yourself cool. for another uh, another attack. Yon yawn, yawn. Just shaking your head at the failure of the whole thing.
1: This is such a thing for him, too, because he fucking hates casting damage spells because he's terrible at it. So okay. I love that I've failed every single one of them. But I'm just going to try Firebolt again. Okay. Um, All right, so um, with that second wind, my health is plus one, so it's five.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. Bummer.
1: All right, that one will hit. That's that a, one that's will a hit. 21, and that's yeah. going to be 1d10. That's going to be 9 damage.
6: Woo!
0: Yeah, it is not happy, and I think it wants to run away at this point. You hit it squarely in its abdomen, and it dodge. You can feel it kind of shifting around and wanting to scurry back up the tree
4: don't let it get away uh do i get an opportunity attack on this thing
0: it's it's it hasn't had its turn yet to run away but it is it is you can tell that it's trying to
4: i'm ready oh it's my turn turn. yeah Yeah, i'm gonna stab him
6: (laughs) dude that is the same dice that you were that's the that's the bad dice dog the same
5: that's the dice you said no no rolls
4: oh my god that's cold
2: dice officially cold. cold That was a that was a critical skill. Yeah, that's another you just one. Throw it in the trash right yeah. there. <laughs> Toss it in.
0: All right. So with that, yeah. you stab at it, and you instead, in the scuffle, hit A-lock in the shoulder for one piercing.
3: Back to four. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
5: second wind, so useful. Matthias, you see, dodges sword. Sp- stab
0: into the fray just inches from your face and it cuts a little flesh off a shoulder and this spider is trying to scurry away what would you like to do
5: oh yes this is so silly and i pull out the uh plow handle and i slay it up Mm -hmm. and then just take a swing take a swing uh and that is nice to be A-24. 24, 24,
0: yes. You hit handily. (laughs) For four damage. For four damage. For four shalala damage. And you break off one of its legs. And green and yellow goop flies all over your face. And this thing is screeching now and trying to scurry up the tree. Biggle.
2: I got one last one for him. One last vial. One last vial. This time, I'm throwing it I'm not screwing around, I'm throwing it at the tree just above the spider. Okay. And it's gonna be my alchemical fire.
0: Okay, so you're throwing it at the tree and the tree has to make a deck save, which it can't well, do, because it's a fucking tree. No,
2: the spider is in the rain. The spider makes the, the save. Oh,
0: to see if he can avoid the- Right,
2: but it's an area of effect, so it it's gonna burn that whole area. Right. So I'm trying to scare the spider.
0: Yeah, as soon as it hits the tree above the spider, it is so terrified it does, like, a spider jump eee! as the thing shatters before. As spiders do. You know how spiders jump. Oh, I'm, I guess I'm thinking, no. <laughs> jump, I'm thinking of Ninja Gaiden 2. No,
3: spiders jump, man. They're
1: fucking terrifying. I'm thinking of Ninja Gaiden 2 when those
0: spiders come down. You know, spider jump. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sound?
1: Yeah, I heard spiders jump. <laughs> ah! I have had moments with spiders before where they you notice them and they notice you, and that does is my first thought. I'm like, I'm pretty close to you. Can you jump? <laughs> like I gotta of, get out of you're here. You're kind of Puffing your chest at me, I think you might be able to jump. Yeah, dude, they're
2: always fronting. It doesn't matter how much bigger you are than that spider.
1: Yeah, it lands right
0: next to you, Matthias. It is trying to scurry away, and you will get an attack of oh, opportunity heck. on it. Yeah, wait, did
2: it? M- it didn't make the save. This it made the save.
0: I rolled an God, eighteen. Damn it! Oh, that's going to be a fourteen. Fourteen is just enough yes. to catch
5: this thing on its back legs. Ooh, hot diggity. That's going to be 10 damage. Yeah. 10 chalet damage. You knock off its back leg
0: and it starts dragging its abdomen and it's trying to scurry away and all this goo and insect blood is leaking onto the forest floor and it gets a few feet away from you before it just crumples
2: on the ground. Well, This
5: adventuring is fun. I enjoy it.
2: I'm going to walk up to the spider and pull out a tiny set of tweezers and two vials okay and i'm gonna take some tweezers of the web put Mm -hmm. it into a vial put a corker a corker (laughs) a cork in it and then a little bit of the venom or the the blood or whatever nice yeah great yeah i also
1: i also start taking stuff from the spider i pretty much do the same thing as aaron is doing
0: (laughs) you guys are just gonna immediately go to scientist mode
1: yeah
3: yeah Uh, and then I'm going to get up, and I'm just going to kick it a couple times.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alok, uh, what I was saying about what happens A-Lok. with the-, uh, the uh, So, yes, Alok. Um, so, what happens when they, they, they get to pray is they wrap them
3: up in the little uh, the cocoon. Hey, man, so, I've had enough of your jungle cruise. It almost got me killed. No, I, we, were, I, we were in the I middle of a lesson.
5: It. You were very excited about it. I, I was.
3: I oh man, I was into it, but I'd rather just get going. You know. Excellent. Well,
5: I will examine whatever this body is anyway, uh, and then I'll cut open the, the like the humanish yeah. thing with the axe that I took from a lot. Yes, Alois. so
0: this this web Alois. not being fresh, having sat there for a little while, is harder and easier for the blade to kind of yeah. just cut through this firm surface. And you slice this cocoon open, and it it peels like the Thanksgiving turkey or the Christmas turkey on oh. uh, Lampoon's National Christmas. It just <laughs> opens up. And you see this shriveled, emaciated body inside. And it looks like maybe it was a half elf at one point, but it is no more. I loot the body. So, as find your magical sword,
5: you find a belt on this body of throwing knives. Oh. Uh, Do any of the knives have an S on them? Yes, they are monogrammed.
3: (laughs) My God.
0: (laughs) And you remember...
4: Guess his reflexes weren't so good after all.
0: You you hold this knife up and everyone sees this. And you all remember, about a week ago, you had met a self-proclaimed adventurer named Saul. You'd met him at the pub in town. And he had been extolling his own virtues and saying he was going on a grand adventure and it should be no problem. And he had spun one of these monogrammed S throwing knives in the air in front of you, Dodge. And as you're, you pull out the knife belt and the knife and you, Matthias, you continue to
5: reach down in there and you find his pack and you pull out his pack. Uh, I immediately take the belt of knives and strap them on. Like, they will no, do no good for him now. I do like them, though. Give me an investigation roll on these knives as, you, as
0: you're looking at them. Oh, uh, um, that's
5: going to be an eight. Okay. They're nice throwing knives. They're nice. Shiny. Cool. I have throwing knives. Dope. Uh, and I have the pack. And I go, uh, it also seems that
1: we have the pack of an adventurer. Would anyone else like to go through it? I believe that all items that we find on the adventure will be categorized and then distributed evenly at the end of the adventure.
5: Including this belt of throwing
1: knives? (laughs) Almost definitely the belt. But they're on
5: my person already. Oh, I
1: don't mean to play as a hard game (laughs) here, but... Oh, shit! um, Do you have no right to my body? (laughs)
2: Biggles, are you going to step in here or is this going to be just me here? Oh, excuse me. I was in the middle of something. What's the situation here? We
1: have um, acquired some revenue and it needs to be distributed accordingly.
2: Distributed? No, 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 no. I think there's some kind of misunderstanding here. There's no distribution of items that we find. What we find on these missions comes back with us and it goes in the vault. That's how we pay for our space and our livelihood, and you understand. You understand, right? You all understand. This is how it works.
5: I do not understand this. Economy. Do we have
2: health insurance?
5: <laughs> <laughs> this is a very good question that my friend
3: asks. I've been meaning to ask about that. What is health insurance? Um, I think if I die, you get I get money. That's no, that is life absolutely insurance. not what
2: health insurance is. So, <laughs> uh, I believe there is a man back in
5: town who would love to talk to you about
0: this uh, life insurance policy. So, Dodge, as they're having this conversation, are
5: you just standing there listening, or?
4: Yeah, I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I'm observing this tomfoolery.
5: Okay, Dodge, I believe that you should go through this pack, keep it away from the uh, the proletariat, or from the the oppressor. And I throw the pack to you.
4: I catch the pack. I'll take a look inside. Okay.
0: It's a pretty standard adventuring pack. You got some rope, a crowbar, some pittons. But one thing in in particular catches your eye as you pull it out.
4: I'm I'm just... uh, I've heard this conversation, and I'm keen to keep everything that's in the pack between me and the pack.
0: Oh, okay. I gotcha. So as you're doing that, you see a flash of white paper in there. And you, with your hand still kind of stealthily in the pack, you turn it around in the pack, and you see on the crease where it's, on the seam where it's folded up, a wax seal with an A on it. And this indeed looks familiar to you.
4: I'm going to take it out of the pack where everybody can see, and I'm going to open it and read it. Okay. Out loud.
0: So you guys all see him.
4: I'm just going to wave it. I'm just going to pull it out, and I'm going to kind of wave it so everybody can see the seal on it.
0: All right. And I think that is enough for you all to stop having your argument about health insurance versus life insurance versus who has rights to whose body and knives and whatnot. And you all see this letter, and it kind of brings you to a stop. And, Dodge, you just unhesitatingly break the seal. And inside it says, My dearest Holly, I apologize for the intrusion, but this gentleman acts on my behalf, and I only ask that you extend to him as much, if not more, grace than you have extended to me. And then the next line says, I'm sorry for everything. Truly I am. And then it's just signed A.
4: How many such letters do y'all reckon have made it out this way so far? Seems to be at least two.
1: By my count, that is, the calculations are correct. It is two.
4: <laughs> have we cut open the
1: other sack?
5: Yeah, that's where, that's where all
3: this that's stuff where this came, came, came from.
1: from? Okay. Yeah.
5: Well, I would say from a mathematical standpoint, it would be two or more, because we do not understand that if there might be more. But I say we find this holy. Should we open our letter? To confirm that it is the same person?
2: I believe it would be inappropriate to open our letter as we were specifically requested not to.
1: We are running a business here.
5: <laughs> I mean, it seems that our uh, employer has already, uh, how you say, uh, double-twisted us?
1: Well,
2: is that if how you say The information in this letter is to be trusted and accurate. We could assume that unless Amadeus is trying to get us killed, then the information should be... Very similar. So, now we know who we're looking for. Perhaps this gives us a leg up.
5: Ah, so we look for this holly. We have the uh, upper hand now, yeah?
2: It seems like we're going to find this holly one way or another.
5: All right. We look for this holly.
0: So, with this new information in hand, literally, you all decide to continue, nevertheless, on your mission keeping your eyes out not only for the tower, but for someone potentially named Holly as well. Gathering your things and your wits after this fight with the spider, you begin to make your way further down into the forested valley, this time without the benefit of a pre-carved path. Hey, everyone. Blake here. Just wanted to make sure I jump in real quick and make sure I carve out the time to say once again, thank you. Thank you so much for giving us your time and for joining us at the table and seeing what we're up to. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at our website, which is DiceBoys.com. And that's boys spelled B-O-Y-Z. And there are a couple ways that you can reach out to us from there. First. You can send us an email which I would love any listener questions to come our way if you have a question about the world, question about my DM style, anything along those lines. Please send us an email and we'd love to hear from you. Also, we want to hear your funny D&D stories, something funny, something memorable and we want to feature that at the end of an episode, at the end of every episode. So you can give us a call and leave a voicemail and we'll play that at the end of an episode. The number is 503 765 5807 We just love to know that there are other people out there doing amazing and hilarious stuff. And we want to use the opportunity that we have to share that with other people as well. So once again, that number is 503-765-5807. And last but not least, this would be really great for us. If you could just leave us a review on whatever podcast service you're using, that's, super helpful uh gets us in other people's ears and you know once again we just want to share this with people uh share our joy share our fun and yeah share our shenanigans and that's it for now one last thing i guess (laughs) one last thing i gotta i gotta say i love doing giant spiders like sending giant spiders at early level players especially when they Think the spider's not there, but then it does show up. It's just so ominous and creepy. That's a little that's a little peek behind my my DM screen. Anyway, enough of that. Enough of me talking. Let's go back to the table and let's roll some dice. All right, so you guys all gather your things you're a little bit more on edge but you now are facing into the woods to descend down further into the valley without a pre-carved trail and you want to get to this tower before the daylight fades
3: i'm going to i'm going to climb up the tree real quick and uh see if i can see the tower and see how close we are and so i want to use um the hand axe is kind of like slamming one into uh the tree as i climb up okay kind of so like a lumberjack yeah th- this this tree has
0: enough limbs too where you won't have to rely solely on those but that's how i want to do it <laughs> <laughs> okay you want to do it harder well in
3: give me an athletics
0: roll then okay
3: that will be a 16 16
0: yeah it's not it's not the most graceful of things but you are able to get your hulking body, one clunk after another, to slowly ascend this tree. And you all watch as Alok kind of disappears into the into the foliage in the tree canopy above you. Alok, you can't get quite high enough to see over everything. Actually, why don't you just give me a perception roll while you, while you get up there? Because this tree, you're so big, you're not going to be able to go all the way to the top of it.
3: That's going to be a 16. Okay.
0: You can see a few miles further to the south. The valley floor kind of rests. You can see a color, a gray color off in the distance. You don't necessarily see a tower jutting out of the forest, but you definitely see a stone, a, a gray stone color in a circle of... Trees way off in the distance. And you also see to your right, you're looking southward. You see to your right, to the west, that there's kind of a a cliff that rises up on the edge of the valley. And it looks like there might be a trail that kind of goes along that cliff edge. So basically, from up here, you realize you guys can kind of curve down and head toward the tower that way, or you can curve up onto the cliff edge and come back around on that down tone.
3: that way
1: what do you see up there aluck uh looks like
3: i well i don't see a tower but i do see some gray off in the distance and it looks like there is two trails um either if we want to go by the cliff tides um we could do that but i think that's a bad idea it kind of leaves us uh back up against a wall you know Maybe we go the other way.
1: Okay, we'll come down and we'll... uh, (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll head that
3: way then. Okay. So I want you to give me
0: another athletics roll as you try to come down this tree. Are you going to try to come down the same way with your axes or
3: Uh, what's your approach here? mm, Yeah, I probably will. Okay. And that'll be a 13.
0: Okay. You slip. At one point, but you're able to catch the bottom of one of your hand axes on a branch. You get a little scraped by the bark on the Ow. tree.
6: <laughs> oh, <Ow>, my fingy <laughs> Oh, my orc skin! <laughs> <laughs> it really
3: hurts, guys.
0: But uh yeah, you're eventually you you eventually come down and you have bits of bark twig. stuck and yeah. twigs sticking out from behind your ear and. Branches in your? Do you have hair? Are you bald headed? I
3: definitely have a beard. Um, no, I'm not bald. It's you keep it's, it short and tight. I wouldn't say short, but it's probably close to my length, but a little bit shorter, a little higher up. Okay, so you have enough hair for
0: for branches to get stuck in. Oh yeah, I mean, we have a, it's, definitely. It's, it's canon. It's now. in my beard. Okay, sure. it's, it's
5: this is a very good look for you. I like the the, the nature orc.
3: Oh, uh, what what do you mean? Oh, this? Oh, yeah. Smells good.
5: You're like a beautiful woodland creature that just came out of nothing. I love it.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Matthias. We could sit here all day and talk about how beautiful Alok is, but we should probably get going.
0: So, yeah, and with that, Yon Yon, you begin to kind of, arms in front of you, push your way into the forest, and you guys have decided to kind of, instead of skirting around using the cliff, as a way to get around the forest, just power through it toward the tower, southward.
1: Hey, Locke, I would like you to lead the way, because you are the <laughs> oh, is the most strong, and have um, the the equipment to deal with um, the foliage.
3: Yeah, 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 boss. Yeah, let me get my sword out. Yeah. So, yeah, you shing, pull your sword out
0: and start hacking your way. It's a couple hours of having to slog through this dense forest, but aside from some nicks and shin blasts on rocks and tripping on fallen logs and stepping in weird muddy spots, nothing too eventful, a la another giant spider or anything of that ilk, happens. You eventually feel your descent end and you're on flat ground at the in the valley floor. Eventually, you see that it looks like there's a clearing ahead and you can see... In that clearing, this gray stone that Alok had seen. As you emerge into the clearing, you see your destination rising up. And there is a wooden sign at the edge of the clearing. It's a stake in the ground with a rough-hewn p- piece of wood. And carved into that wood, and it's hanging kind of diagonally. It says, Thornrose Tower and you see this lonely, four-story, vine-choked tower rising before you. Its circular layers of stone are periodically interrupted by the occasional window. And stretched out all around the tower, you can see the, the remnants of its namesake, a large circular expanse of what was likely once a beautiful rose garden transformed into a neck-high density of brambles and thorny thickets it's as though an army of overgrowth is laying siege here and in the center this lonely tower itself seems as though it's about to admit defeat and surrender its stones back into the earth
1: do we notice a door of any kind or any sort of entrance Yeah, so you can see past
0: kind of along the tops of these branbles, there is on the on on one of the faces, there's a few steps that raise up, and there's a a door there, and it looks it's a set of huge oaken double doors.
5: They look to be partially ajar.
1: It seems we have found our um, our tower, my boys.
5: Just to uh, to be clear, so the thorns are completely around the tower, is that correct? So, like, basically a moat of thorns is surrounding the tower? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and much wider in, like, distance
0: than than a moat would be. So it's like a good 50 feet between you and the tower is just this, yeah, as you said, this moat of bramble.
5: Excuse me, friends, do we want to take uh, the evening to sleep, or do we just want to press forward and uh, make our way through this thorny uh, s- path?
4: I'm tired. I could, I could sleep. <clears throat> you said the door was ajar. Is there like a path to the doorway, or is it like solid thorns?
0: Give me a perception check. It's a four. It's, you kind of circle around, but you don't, quite make out anything that looks like a path.
4: What's the worst that could happen? Pretending to what? Taking a rest. Oh, I am I am comfortable with us taking a short rest here. Talking about sleeping all night, ain't it?
1: It doesn't matter to me. I mean,
5: I think that we've had a, a long day. It's been very productive. I think that uh, taking some time. The tower's not going anywhere. I doubt anyone is going to come out of the tower through these uh, <laughs>
2: thorns, so... Seems that we are a bit of an impasse. It does seem prudent to approach the tower when we are at full strength and well rested and prepared for what might meet us inside.
3: Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I don't need to sleep even that long. If you guys are anxious, maybe just a couple hours. Did uh, did you remember those uh, those uh,
5: maze cakes? What did you call them? The the maze corn oh. cakes.
3: Uh, the maize corn fritters. Uh, oh yes. I wish I could say I saved some. Um, I didn't. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm really sorry. Uh, if you wanted some, you should have said something. I, I would have grabbed extra.
5: This is regrettable, but uh, I believe that we shall survive. All right. So, with that, you
0: decide to begin to make camp, kind of on the edge of this clearing between the the forest edge and the thicket of brambles. As you're doing so, Dodge, I want you to give me another perception check.
4: 13.
0: Okay. That's just enough for you to notice that as you guys are kind of getting camp set up, out of the brambles comes a vine that is trying to wrap itself around your ankle.
4: Hey, 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 hey. I take out my dagger and I start chopping at it.
0: As soon as you do that, you see little twig like creatures emerge from the brambles as more of these vines reach up and start grabbing at all of you. Let's roll initiative
2: should never stop and we should always just keep pressing never forward. stop always going <laughs> <laughs> through stop, the thorns don't stop never Rocket
3: stop we get down baby dodge
4: it's the dodge standard 18
0: biggle 10 yon
4: 21
0: a lock i got a 12 and matthias 17 perfect all right Yanyan. you see dodge Swinging away at this vine, and more vines are reaching out to grab your compatriots as these little brambly creatures also run out to attack you. And they seem to be running right toward you.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna firebolt one of them, make another spell attack.
0: These things are probably resistant to fire. I'm being sarcastic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? It's gonna be a 20? Yeah, that hits for sure. It's gonna be for eight
2: fire damage.
0: Hmm, interesting.
2: They are resistant to fire. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know?
0: I no, I assumed that they had damage vulnerability to fire, but they do
1: not. Yay! Yeah.
0: And now it's a burning pointy bush running at you.
1: <laughs> Wonderful.
0: And dodge this thing is still wrapping itself around, attempting to wrap itself around your ankle as you're swinging at it.
4: Uh, I'm actually going to reach down and grab it, try to grab the vine.
0: Okay. And you're trying to pull it off you, or I'm going to
4: pull it. I want to. So it's coming from like the, the these bushes. Yeah, I just want to give it a yank.
0: Great. Give me a give me a strength roll.
4: That's an eleven. <clears throat>
0: okay, you are able to successfully pull it off your foot, but as you try to pull it, your hands just slide on its spiny length, and it reels back, and it looks like it's going to reach out and grab you. I don't like that. Which, Matthias, you would notice if there wasn't one that was also trying to grab you.
5: Okay, so what? what is the description of these things? Are they like- They're like walking sagebrush, basically. Okay.
0: With like little vines that are kind of coming out and like- No, so there's vines that are coming out of the brambles. Mm-hmm. That's- One thing. One Or more. Uh-huh. And then there are these little- Sagebrush creatures. One of them on fire. All three running at Yon Yon.
5: Okay, and so there are <laughs>
0: vines. There are vines wrapping around me, and, and attempting to wrap around you and dodge.
5: Okay, so I will take my my plow handle, um, and shillelagh it up. Okay, and I'm just gonna start smacking at it. The vine that's trying to grab you. Yeah, just like a great, you know, like trying to kill a spider on the ground. Great. Go ahead
0: and make an attack roll. Uh, that's gonna be eighteen. That'll hit. Yeah, you slam into this tendril of plant. Uh, and that's going to be six damage.
2: Woo! Woo!
0: Six magical blunt force trauma. Great. It reels back, back into the brambles, but then comes flying back out toward your face. Does an 11 hit you? It does not. You just shift your head to the side just in time for it to snap right by your ear. Dosh, this one that you've been fighting with, tries to wrap itself around your waist and you <laughs> you waltz with it and its spin misses. But these three little brambly blights come running at you, Yon-Yon. They extend little pokey claws, pokey, fiery claws.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> the one on fire catches his neighbor buddy on fire in an attempt to, <laughs> to reach out and neither of them hit you, but the last one does. And you feel it rake through your clothing, through your kimono, and tear into your calves for five damage.
3: Boss, are you okay? No. <laughs> so with that, A-Lock, what do you decide to do? Uh, I'm going to rush at the ones that are attacking the boss here. Yeah, great. And I'm going to swing my long sword at... one that just attacked him. Okay. And that's going to be a 17.
0: 17 will hit. Yeah. You slam into this thing and bits of thorn and bramble go flying away. Roll that damage.
3: That is going to be a 10 damage. What?
0: Yep. Wowzers. I let him have it. You, this, in the sagebrush shape of this thing, you
3: completely Sheer off the top. I just like Edward scissor hand it. Yeah. <laughs> Big ol'. All
2: right. I'm looking for a clump of these things that are close together.
0: There's three of them right near yeah. Yon Yon.
2: I'm throwing a potion.
0: Okay. It's going to get Yon too because they're right upon him. And probably a Fuck.
2: I'm going to do it anyway. All right. Inspiration. Throwing the potion. So they all everybody makes a deck save. Do you say anything as you lob it?
3: Duck. I got a 10.
2: What do they have to beat? A 13. What do your friends have to beat? <laughs> <laughs> all you got to do is say one nice thing about me. So the two that are If they if they all make the save and these dudes don't, I'm going to be so bummed. Can
5: we get the bro deal on that uh deck save?
2: The two that are on fire
0: do not make it. Uh-huh. But the one that
2: Shit. that
0: a-lock just sheared off the top of it is the one that tore into Yon Yon.
2: It's like, it's do still... I want high damage now or do I want a, a one? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's a one. <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> Yon Yon, do you cry out in pain or are you just shaking your head as you fall?
2: <laughs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's your turn. What would you like to do? As What was this that you just threw, Biggle?
2: Uh, alchemical fire.
0: As alchemical fire splashes right onto your open wound.
1: I am gonna disengage and then move my full movement. I'm just gonna okay. move about 15 feet away from these guys. I have to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody kill these fucking bastards. And with that, die. Uh I'm
4: gonna <clears throat> so this vine is attacking me I'm gonna try to get like a I'm gonna try to like wrap it around my arm once and just give it a good, another good yank.
0: Go ahead and make another strength roll.
4: That's a natural 20. Ooh, baby.
0: Yeah, it's because you wrapped it around your arm this time. I'm not even gonna roll for it. You pull this large, clumpy, viney creature, this just knot of vines with tendrils coming off of it out of the brambles and bits of thorn and dried twig come flying out as it comes crashing out, and now it's just slammed up against you.
4: Oops, (laughs) never mind. You can go back. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Whoops. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, Matthias, you have just dodged out of the way of a vine that snapped toward your head, and you hear all kinds of commotion behind you, but you're kind of intent on avoiding this particular one, what would you like to do?
5: Oh man, this is, a, this is a tough situation. I can't, can I discern anything, like anything that's not just thorns in front of me? Give me a perception check while you're
0: looking at where this- where uh, 15? You, yeah, you can see kind of behind the, the bramble,
5: the darker green mass. Uh, I'm just going to take take my chances and run toward where the other ones are the the, uh, on-fire sagebrush sagebrush guys. guys. yeah. Okay. Uh, So this thing's going to get an attack of opportunity on you. Yeah, I'm I'm playing it like I didn't, like, I don't know if that thing can go at me or not. Like, I don't even know if I could hit it through there. So so. go
0: ahead and take inspiration for that as well. Unfortunately, as you turn your back on it, it reaches out and wraps itself around you tight. You take five bludgeoning damage and you are now grappled by this thing.
5: Do I not get to make a save or anything on that no that's that's part of its attack okay then i'm gonna hit it again yeah go ahead yeah i haven't taken my actions yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna tag it yeah with my shalele uh it's gonna be a 19 yeah hits uh for eight damage you see another
0: one of its tendrils reach out to also begin to grapple you more and you slam into it and it shoots back how much damage did you say eight
5: i've done a lot of damage to this guy already
0: you have but this tendril, after getting hit and sh- shrinking back, comes back out. And you can feel the one that's around you tightening even more. The one that's in front of you, Daj, is it was shocked from being pulled out of the brambles and tries to step back and wrap around you, but it's it's too disoriented. Nyan, you are moved away. Alock, you are not. Nope. All three of these things close in on you. But the one that's on fire burns itself up, and before he dies, lights his last remaining friend on fire as well. That one lays its claws into you.
3: What's your AC? Uh, 14.
0: No, it doesn't. You jump out of the way just in time. You raise your legs up just in time.
2: I play skip it. I thought we were going to be goners right here.
0: We still might be.
3: <laughs> it is your turn. What would you like to do, Alok? After I jump and evade that attack, I'm going to swing my longsword again at uh one of the ones that's burning up in front of me. That's going to be 11. To hit? Yeah.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, they're just too small and scurrying around too much. just... <laughs> just skittering around you and in the same way that they were having a hard time getting purchase on you you're having a hard time getting a solid hit on them
3: okay and then I'm going to uh, run away <laughs> <laughs> uh, towards um, Matthias
0: okay they're all gonna get an attack of opportunity on you then Yep. Yeah. one of them hits you and the other one does not perfect roll an 18 and a 2 you feel fiery, pointy brambles tear into you for four damage.
3: Okay. That's unconscious.
0: It's just enough to roll your eyes into the back of your head and you pass out.
2: Biggle. Shit! <laughs> Is there anybody or like close to me? Yanyan's booking it. Right. A-lock's down. Both of you guys are getting sucked into the bramble?
4: Well, to be fair, I was kind of the one doing the sucking.
2: Oh, okay. So you're <laughs> you have the upper
4: hand. Mm, I wouldn't say that. Maybe bit off a little more than I could chew.
2: Okay, so there's no there's no positives to our situation right nah, now. No,
4: we're pretty deep in it there, boss. I say. <laughs> it's not good right now.
2: Well, I'm gonna throw a potion, and what happens is gonna determine <laughs> what Biggle does next. Who are you throwing it at? I'm throwing it. At Mateus. Well, at the... At Mateus? Yeah. At, at the Mateus, one that has him? At the, the vine. Okay, great. I'm um, tossing my alchemical acid. Oh, wait. I say... Mateus! Heads up! And I toss you a healing potion.
5: Um, Can I catch it, or am I too restrained?
0: Well, we established that you were able to swing your arm. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to say... The arm not holding your shillelagh is restrained, so if you want to catch it, you have to drop your shillelagh.
5: I'll just kind of hit it with my shoulder to, so it, like, drops softly so it doesn't break on the ground. Keep a hold of my shillelagh. Oh, as okay, As long as it's great.
2: around you, you, can, you have it. You can use yeah. it.
5: I'm letting it stay on the – I, like, so it's he, on, on the feet, like, at my feet on the ground.
0: Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, he hucks it at you, and instead of you dropping your shillelagh to catch kinda it, like, so- like you like, use like, your body yeah. to soften the blow so yeah. it doesn't shatter on the ground. Yeah and it falls into thick into the thick grass below you but you are restrained still by this yep. thing
2: okay and i'm going to uh slowly start making my way back towards the edge of the woods
0: back where yon yon is
2: yeah. <laughs> the two employers are like
6: ah let's yeah. uh let's back out let's
2: just cut our losses head <laughs> back what we hired you guys for i'm giving you a fighting chance here <laughs>
6: figure
1: it out
0: <laughs> <laughs> yon at the edge of the woods Things are looking dire. Not for you, necessarily.
1: I'm great. Um, I am basically just going to cast Firebolt at the whole thicket to try to catch all of it on fire.
2: <laughs> that face. You do want to do that. You
5: really, you, that's what you're going to do? Yeah. All right. So this is like Smokey the Bear's worst fear come realized.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I... I'm honestly a little at a little bit of a loss. <laughs> because if this goes the way you want it, it's not going to go the way you want it. I don't
1: think I really want it to go anyway, honestly. I'm not trying to like plan something here. I'm just trying to help out, I guess, in a sense. And this makes sense to me? Sure. Yeah. It's going to be a 15. Okay. So when you fire that thing
0: in, it hits the brambles right near where the thing that's reaching out to grab Matthias is, and begins smoldering on the ground. And Matthias, you can see black smoke rising up, and you can see in the waning light, orange and black forming at the base of these brambles as a fire begins to grow. Dodge, you are face to viney not.
4: Yeah, I'm. I'm in full panic mode, and I'm just gonna. St- I have my, my dagger in my hand. And I'm just sticking it right on in there.
0: Okay, yeah, go ahead and make an attack. Oh my god, what did you roll, dude? It's a two. All right. What a night. Yeah, you guys are you and this you and this viney creature are having a hard time with each other. Yeah,
4: I'm on my third D20 now too. So.
0: Wow, you're burning through them. Matthias, you find yourself getting more and more constricted by this thing.
5: Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come down on it with my shillelagh. All right, and I'm gonna am gonna use this. I'm gonna use that inspo. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, 19 hits. I gotta I gotta kill this thing. Uh, it's gonna be
0: for six damage. It kind of crumples down a little bit, but unfortunately the grasp that it has on you remains tight and it slowly rises up a little bit more and another tendril reaches out. It tightens on you for six bludgeoning damage. Good night.
2: No! No!
0: And yeah, Biggle, you yell from the the woods. I made the wrong
2: choice!
0: As these last two little sagebrush things come running toward you and yon yon this one that you're uh yeah, that dodge is engaged with. with that you're <laughs> you've been dancing with you've been tootsie yes, footing around tries to <laughs> smack you
4: <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop.
0: and you see something interesting okay as it misses as it swings past your head the vine that reached out that missed you Comes pulling back real fast, almost as though it had touched something. And you see, as it pulls back, four arrows stuck Ooh. in it. Yon yon, you feel a hand rest on your shoulder. And somebody says into your ear, Hold still. At that, you see four more arrows plant themselves into the vine that had Matthias and it crumples and lets him go, and his body lays there unconscious. Before these last two little sagebrush things can get up to you and Biggle, the tips of them burning, little embers in their claws reaching out, you see a figure jump out from behind you, between you and these sagebrush things and smack into them with a glowing wooden staff. They plant the staff in the ground as more arrows <laughs> fly out of the woods and pierce into the vine creature that's dancing with Dodge and it falls at your feet, Dodge. Ha
4: <laughs> ha! How do you like that?
0: This figure in front of you, Yon Yon, turns around and it is a female wood elf with short dark brown hair and pointed ears and tattoos under her eyes. And she says You need to explain what you're doing here.
1: I reach into my kimono and pull out the note. I believe this is for you. And she
0: grabs the note from you. And she looks at the seal. And she just, she doesn't even open it. She just sighs.
4: How many notes like that you've seen already? This is the first
0: one. Well, we may as well go inside. I'm Holly Gennaro.
4: My name
1: is Yan-Yan.
0: She does a whistle into the woods and... Three more wood elves come out. Two of them are twins with the sides of their heads shaved. And one of them has the left side shaved with a tattoo, and the other one has a right side shaved with a tattoo. And the other one is dark haired with a short cropped beard, which is really uncharacteristic for a wood elf. They are slinging their bows over their shoulders and taking the arrows that they were about to knock again and putting them back in their quivers. Holly says, Well, Let's cut our way through the path, and we can all rest. We'll help you get your friends inside.
1: That will be greatly appreciated.
0: Of course. We'll catch up once we get inside. Welcome to Thorn Rose Tower. That's going to do it for this week. Looks like Dodge was right to not trust Amadeus, who did not tell the players everything. What else did he not tell them? And if the area around this tower is so hostile already, what waits for them inside? And are these wood elves really going to be friendly to the players? Let's find out next week when we go inside Thorn Rose Tower. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, I just want to real quick say thank you to Stumptown Coffee Roasters, of course, for their Passion Project grant, which helped fund our equipment budget. Thank you to the band Beach Party for letting us use their song Carelessly Defined off the album Broken Machine. You can check them out at beachpartypdx.bandcamp.com. And, of course, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for every table you sit at, every moment you create with your friends. That's what, that's what this is all about for us. Please don't stop. Keep at it. And just remember the right play is the fun play.
3: Hey, this is dash. Sorry. It took me so long to call. Uh,
0: I was DMing my, uh, my longtime campaign. My, my players, uh, Robert, Tim and Colby, who play Sabril, uh, all And, Daniel, respectively. So before Daniel, um, Robert had a character called Sheppy, who met her end.
3: So what happened was the characters fell down a slide trap and into the pit of a uh, septic hydra. The only way out was uh, up a well of blades, and Sheppy just did
0: not make it. After burying her body unceremoniously by dropping it back into the into the pit of the septic hydra, gave me a great. Great uh, plot device to use later as they ran into her reanimated zombie
3: who was animated by, by the necromancer Flesh Taylor, And it was really fun. Alright, well, l- really looking forward to your guys' podcast.
0: Alright, cheers.